I want to welcome Agile XRM to the podcast. I've known the people at Agile XRM for the past 12 years. I've seen how their business process management tool can add massive value to complex organizational processes in sectors such as finance and government. If you have complex processes or a need for dialogues on the Power Platform or Dynamics 365, take a look at how this BPM tool can add value. You can find them at agilexrm.com or check out the show notes for more details. Welcome to the MVP Show. My intention is that you listen to the stories of these MVP guests and are inspired to become an MVP and bring value to the world through your skills. If you have not checked it out already, I do a YouTube series called How to Become an MVP. The link is in the show notes. With that, let's get on with the show. Today's guest is from Hungary. He's the CEO of his, of Eftis. Uh, how do you pronounce the last name of your company? Fitz. 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 How do you pronounce the last name? Well, it's Fitz Magyarország or Fitz Hungary because it's uh, Hungary in the in Hungarian. He's currently his fourth year of MVP. He has 15 years of IT experience implementing large scale ERP solutions and seven years in Dynamics NAV. Uh, consulting and development. Since 2009, he runs his own company um, with over 40 people, so a good-sized company specializing in NAV, uh, Dynamics NAV, um, Business Central, of course, Dynamics 365 Sales, uh, and he's one of the top three providers of integration services in Hungary. You can find him on uh, Twitter. You, you can find him at F-A-L-U-D-I-G is where you'll find him. I'll make sure I put that in the show notes. Gabo, welcome to the show. Thank you. Good good to have you on. I visited Hungary in my, uh, what, it would have been 2018, 2017 or so. Um, lovely, lovely country. Tell us about what, you know, what do you do when you're not working? What What does food, family, and fun, the three Fs as I like to refer to them as, that you do when you're, you're not uh, working in the business? Mm. Well, um, actually, I, running a company takes a lot of uh, time from family, but I try to <laughs> I try to um, spend time with my family. I have uh, obviously a wife and a, and we have four year old uh, Rascal, so um, yeah, keeps us very busy. Um, and so, well, in terms of hobbies, well, I do. I do a lot of sports, or I try to do a lot of sports. Um, so I do kettlebell for roughly about twelve years ish, and uh, and recently um, we started to run with the company, and 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 so I started to pick up running, um, which was quite a challenge for me because I always hated running. And, uh, and well, there's a there's a lake in Hungary. I'm not sure if you've been to Lake Balaton, but uh, there's this uh, challenge to you can you can run yourself around. It's about two hundred and twenty kilometers, um, or you can run it in groups, and that's what we do. And so I I took up about seven kilometers uh, last time, and it was it was quite quite some fun. And then I I just started to run, um, and just quite recently I also picked up sailing, which is which should be kind of giving me the re- relaxing time after work. <laughs> 
So so on the running, when you say you run seven kilometers, so then is it like a relay where somebody else in your company then takes the next part of it and you all have part of the run to do? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm nice. obviously the, I'm running the smallest uh, and the slowest, <laughs> as you can imagine. <laughs> oh, well done. Well done. Tell me about how you got into setting up your uh, company. So I've been actually... Um, so I've been working for a multinational for more than 10 years and I was telling my wife, well, actually I reached my my career at the, at that multinational the top. So I just I realized that you know there's so much more better better people in that company and I just I just couldn't get uh, uh well, I could get over the top of my kind of my block and um and I was telling my wife, okay, probably before we, you know, just do just right off the marriage, but before the kid comes, I should I should try to be become an entrepreneur. It will maybe last for half a year, a year, and then so on, and we'll see. And so that's how it, it kind of started. So then I quit quit that multinational GE, and then uh, well, there was a small opportunity to do an, a nav implementation, and and that's how it all started. Wow! Wow! And so, for, is that right? About forty staff you have now on your team. Yep, 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 yep. Give or take, I, I can't keep uh, count. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but that's pretty fantastic. It's a good sized business, and of course, Business Central has come along. Business Central's now become a big product in Microsoft's ecosystem. And did I see you also doing Dynamics three six five sales? Yeah, we do sales and Power Platform. Just recently, we're trying to. Um, do a lot of these com- convert the the um, homegrown developments or you know custom developments to to Power Platform, and we try to see how the market reacts. And well, so far it looks good. Yeah, what what's been the appetite for the Power Platform? You know, it's only been out really about four years, five years, maybe. Um, are you seeing quite a uh, an uptake of companies wanting to build apps, wanting to um, you know, automate processes using those Microsoft tools? Yeah, it's, well, it's quite a blurry thing for me because I think I think what we're getting from Microsoft is that, that yeah, this is the big thing. And probably in the US or Australia, this is kind of uh, maybe a steep growth. I, I think in, in Hungary, the message is, is probably that, we yes, we have probably the smaller companies are very keen to, to jump on them and you do small stuff, maybe self-service things, but bigger companies are, are more difficult to kind of convince. Obviously the market is also uh, uh, full of other low coding platforms. So Microsoft is obviously, obviously a good player, but, but it's just difficult to get bigger players or bigger companies to, to get started on Power Platform. But small companies are, are in the queue, SMB, right? Yeah. Okay, that that's interesting. That you do you feel like this is a hungry specific thing or more broader? I wouldn't. I I'm not sure. I I, I think obviously Microsoft needs to push the, the marketing, and I think the tooling is is it, obviously the tooling is great. We, we've known this tool, these platforms for for a long time, right? It's just that a new marketing stuff. But I, I think it's it's. I wouldn't think it's it's Hungary only, but I think I think obviously Hungary being a you know a central European a post communist bloc and obviously costing is key factor. Uh, it may be. 
I hear I hear the US is 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 uh, growing very steadily in terms of low coding. What about in Australia? Is yeah, this, same um... same same deal. It's it's becoming extremely popular. So so I'll give you an example. So recently came across a um so a law enforcement agency. So state level, uh about twenty-four thousand officers, sworn officers, right, to give you a, an idea of sizing. And all of them on the power platform with power apps to do their day-to-day jobs. And that that was to replace a back-end system that was made up of Excel and and uh, access databases. So we're seeing kind of those type of implementations where it, it is quite large or, you know, um, you know, that's that I, I would definitely call that an enterprise deployment, right, based on the number of folks, you know, using licenses um, at, at scale. And so definitely there's been that steady increase, probably only in the last two years, that that adoption is starting to happen because you know at the end of the day there's every company has its unique processes and the problem is of course there's not enough people to build those unique apps automations um integrations to other systems than um than there are developers in the world so i think that's why we're seeing that uptake and uh the flexibility particularly around buying the license once and then deploying multiple apps when you deal with a large organization there's a lot of attraction to that yeah yeah yeah. no th- that's something that i can also see but maybe i was just thinking whilst you were speaking that maybe because our clientele is mostly smb and smbs you know they're they're picking smaller stuff but yeah yeah we do see bigger implementations but just not as the volume at the moment yeah 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 that and that makes sense that makes sense tell me how did how did your journey begin as an First of all, how did you get into technology, and then how did you get into uh, Navision or Nav? So, well, actually, it's it's. Um, I I as as a kid, I didn't know what what I wanted to do. Obviously, we played. We had a Z, ZX Spectrum, um, so we played a lot with uh, games with the computer. But I I didn't get excited with it other than playing games, and then, um, and then in secondary school. In fact, I almost failed the class with with IT. And then, it's funnily enough, my my father, who has no clue about technology, he kind of um, pressured me to learn everything, you know, from A to to Z, what whatnot. And that's probably how it started. And then I I kind of became cl- cl- class first or number one in the class. And then, um, I just got excited about uh, setting up computer systems and and doing programming and whatnot. And then. Um, well, I, I guess from there on, I I um I picked up uh, IT jobs and uh, um kind of that's how it started. So I, I went into a university to do a system admin role, and then universities are not well paying jobs, so the the lead IT guy left, and then I had to take his role, and then so you learn a lot when you have a lot of responsibility. Yeah. Totally. So, how did you first touch uh, NAV? So, like I said, like I said, I worked with uh, well GE, and and I did a lot of uh, enterprise projects, SAP and Zebel and uh, and bigger projects, and and uh, and and when I wanted to become um, an entrepreneur, and I had this opportunity to run a, for a small company and have implementation, I picked up a, a PM role, and so that's kind of like how it started in, in two thousand nine. I led a I led a 
uh, and have implementation from the client side. And then I just uh, gradually started to, to do more nav uh, and started my own company. Um, it's, it's quite difficult and quite challenging to run your own company compared to having your own uh, job role. In fact, uh, I started this company and then I got so fed up with not growing and not getting enough money, I was, I was ready to kind of stop the company in um, 2012. So and then I, I, I actually I picked up a, a job in, in Ireland to um, just to see, because I was, I was kind of interesting, interested to see how, how it is to work um, outside Hungary. And so I, I took about uh, three, four months in, in Ireland to just to realize that uh, that um, there, there's, there's, so, there's so much better running a company than I was ever doing it. And then I came back and I, I kind of restructured. Mm-hmm. And of course, you must have grown quite massively because uh, 40 staff now. Yeah, yeah. Actually, that, that was quite an eye opener because uh, running a company requires you a lot of, how do, how do I put it? being more aggressive and more direct and, and making more decisions because because previously i was more like um you know like an like an employee and running it for fun but 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 having a, having fun in a company is it's just part time you have to also um look at other factors yeah and yes when i came back then uh, we grew 50% year on year wow that's so good that's so good how did you become an mvp so I always like to teach and share, and uh, I wrote a blog, and um, and yeah, and uh, and I shared. I, I and then I guess I guess um, um, I guess at Microsoft, uh, somebody um, realized that, and uh, and um, they recommended for, for for me for for an MVP. I I, I write my blog and and I publish. Uh, I tried to publish. Uh, I tried to publish more user-focused content and recently more technical and in between. Um, and yeah, and, and funnily enough, um, I'm four-year MVP, but it it was three years consecutive, and then then I kind of um, well, I got I got thrown out of the MVP program, and just uh, yes, and just uh, well, I, I I didn't publish in in fairness uh, um, enough. And then, uh, and and so, just lucky not enough, I managed to get back uh, last year. So we'll see if I can still remain this year. Yeah, because right now, of course, we're all in renewal time, right? Um, uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's so cool! It's good to see that people one can go out of the program, but also then come back into the program again um, by doing the things that you know line up with Microsoft. I got I got questions how how to do it and and I I can recommend people to you know not to lose focus and and go back and do more more publishing try to do more more webinars whatnot uh, just to to engage the community and I'm sure people like you and me will will re recommend you guys and, and 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 yeah not lose focus get back. Last question I have for you is how big is the community in Hungary um, around? let's say Microsoft business applications, so all the products that fall under that. How big is the community? How many people are involved in Hungary now in this area? So I would say um, the part of the network is about, whatever, 20, 25 companies. So you, you can, and, and I'm talking specifically about um, BC Power Platform uh, 
uh, only. So I, I would say the, the the Dynamics community would be whatever, 400 plus. Not, not, not that many people active, but we do uh, meetups with up to 40 people-ish. That's quite, uh, quite, quite a big, big um, meetup, I would say. Is that just all your own staff? <laughs> nah. <laughs> Actually, they, funnily enough, not not all of them are coming, or not not many, in fact. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's so good. Um, any 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 other advice you'd like to give to other people, maybe aspiring to become an MVP? Well, I I, I would say you need to look at uh, how other MVPs are, are publishing, and you need to find your your spot in there because there's always content, and you don't need to feel intimidated about the the great people. Because I I also feel intimidated, but there's so many great guys publishing so many great uh, technical contents that you would never talk of. But but there's always stuff that you can share. There's always stuff that that let's say business people uh, want to understand, or people that with less skills they they need explanation. So. I suggest you you find your spot and then you do start sharing, start speaking, get your comfort role. That's what you need to do. Hey, thanks for listening. I'm your host, business application MVP, Mark Smith, otherwise known as the NZ365 guy. If you like the show and want to be a supporter, check out buymeacoffee.com forward slash NZ365 guy. Thanks again, and see you next time.